Good afternoon, guys. So I know as believers, we are, we are set apart. We are, you know, supposed to be uncompromised and stuff like that. But I never want to bring a message to the people think, you know, with the intent to make them feel like they cannot live the life that we live or this lifestyle is unattainable and unachievable or they're too bad. They're too messed up. They're too beat down to, you know, know our God. And I think a lot of the times we proclaim this message in pride and instead of in love and humility and dignity and respect and honor for our God, you know, I think sometimes, you know, don't let I know sometimes we, we're on fire for God. We have so much zeal. We have so much love for God, but we also have to have compassion. We also have to have wisdom. We also have to have, you know, that compassion and wisdom when we are ministering to people, when we are trying to lead people to Christ. Like you can't be hard and harsh and, you know, um, expect people to want to come and serve the God that you serve. Like, that's not how I, that's not how I came to God. I came to God because God revealed his love to me. The love that he had for me, he revealed it to me. And it wasn't in a place where I, I mean, I, I felt like I didn't deserve it. You know, I was so undeserving, but he came after me with that love and he didn't give up on me. He didn't beat me down for the things that I was doing, even when I knew better. You know, so I know sometimes we want to um, make this life seem like it's the best life to live. And it is, you know, I truly believe that life with God is the best life you could ever live. But you also have to make sure that you're um, you're telling the good news and making it good. Don't tell it and make it harsh and hard and mean. And, you know, you making people not want to come to God. You make, you know, I'm not saying dress down the word and compromise and take away from the word. The word is the word all by itself. You know, God is God all by himself. You cannot take away from him or add to him. You have to be uncompromised with this word, uncompromised with how you live before men and before God. But make sure that you are ministering in love. Make sure that you're not judging people. Make sure that you're not having your mouth on people in the way that they live because you once lived like them too. And I, 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 it's, it's like the, the church has taken on a cult mentality where we feel like, if they're not within our group or within our congregation, then we can't associate with them or we can't talk to them or they're not. We're better than them. You once were you. You used to be them. Yes, by the grace of God, you made it out by the grace of God. He has elevated you. He's elevated your thinking. He's transformed you. But don't forget where you came from. Don't get saved and say, well, um, I'm, I'm going to proclaim this message in, in, in pride and arrogance. That's not God. If you look at Jesus, he was stern. He was firm in what he believed in and what he stood for. But he was also he was loving and compassionate. He wasn't arrogant. He wasn't stuck up. And the Pharisees, they found fault with him. They, you know, they laughed at him for that, for sitting with sinners, for, you know, not saying you go co-mingle with the world and, you know, you just make make friends with the world and stuff like that. That's not what I'm saying. But, you know, he he wasn't afraid to let his light shine in a dark place. And he did it in love. It wasn't in pride. It wasn't in arrogance. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't, you know, just in a way that you will, you, when people hear it and people see you, they feel like I'll never be good enough. Stop making people feel like they'll never be good enough to serve the God that you serve. Were you good enough? 
Did you deserve everything that God has done for you? Did you were, were you perfect? Some people after being saved, we've made mistakes. We've, we've done wrong. We've willfully wronged God. Sins of iniquity. Come on. But we want to make the world feel bad and we want to make them feel like we're so much better than they are and they'll never be able to live the life that we live. No, you want people to come to God. You don't want to be so you don't want to be arrogant to the point to where you are pushing people away from this lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? You want to proclaim this message with honor, respect, dignity, and reverence for God and humility, love and compassion for people. You don't want to proclaim this message in arrogance. You don't want to proclaim this message in, in, when you're full of pride. You want to proclaim this message in the most humble way possible because God is humility. Jesus was humble. Let people know that they can make it. Let encourage people. It's discouraging when you beating people over the head with the Bible, making it seem like they will never be able to walk this walk or talk this talk, that they'll never be able to be on the inside with God. We make people think that we like to, we, we, we mess up. I don't care what people say. Christians, we mess up. We make mistakes. You know what I'm saying? We, we grow into maturity. We grow into, we grow in our obedience to God. You know what I'm saying? Not all the time have I been saved. Was I obedient? Was I perfect? Was I doing the right thing when I know I should have been doing the right thing? You know what I'm saying? I, I, I wasn't. Not all the time that I stick with God, I went back too. You know what I'm saying? I made mistakes too. And that's why I, I, I've done this podcast because I wanted people to see that. No, I wanted people to see the transparency. I wanted people to see that there are people living this walk and we're not perfect. Living this lifestyle and we're not perfect, but guess what? We keep trusting God. We keep relying on his grace. His grace is sufficient. We keep believing him to transform us. We keep believing him to put that obedient heart and that obedient mind in us towards him. And over time, I grew into that. I, I, I developed a heart that didn't want to sin against God. I developed a mind that didn't want to rebel against God. I developed a genuine love for him, but it wasn't always this way. First starting out, I was prideful too. First starting out, I, I was like, this is, you know, the message, it, the message is good by itself, but the heart that the message was told in wasn't pure. It's good news. So don't allow your bad heart to contaminate the good news. Make sure your heart is right. Make sure your attitude is right before you try to go and pro proclaim this good news. This good news has an opportunity and the power to change, to restore, to heal. There's so much power in it. Don't take away from the power of the good news by allowing your bad heart, your jacked up heart, your messed up heart to get in the way of you ministering to God's souls. 
Don't allow your pride, that arrogance and that pride and that occult, that occult like mentality to get in the way of you delivering that message with love and purity. Make sure your heart right for make sure you make sure you actually have a heart for people before you try to go in and deliver the good news to them. Because you know why? The good news, you got to have compassion. It's good news. Just imagine how powerful that good news is when it's when it's coming forth from a good heart, when it's coming from a good place. When you speak in it with love and encouragement and compassion instead of arrogance and harshness and pride. And you ain't got no patience with people. And if they don't listen to the good news the first time you give up. No. God is so patient with us. Love people. Love people. Get rid of that prideful attitude, that arrogant attitude. It's people in the church with arrogance and pride. No, let that stuff go. Leave that to the world. We're supposed to be humble, meek, full of compassion and love for one another, for people. Mercy, show mercy. Amen.